Alyssa. I'm Shania. We're sisters, entrepreneurs, industry disruptors, and co-owners of Oz & Co. Here to share our wins and failures in business and life. Thank you for tuning into Oz, Oz Unscripted. COVID and kids. Done, done, done. Mm-hmm. Um, no, really, we're talking about how we survived the last year. Yeah, we're not going to talk about masks or vaccines, guys. Or anything. Nope. Um but I think it's important to acknowledge, like, the last year and a half, I mean, I know, like, everyone struggled, right? But it's it was hard being a parent and um, I think running your businesses and how that affects yes. the kids. Yeah. Because they got to live it, like, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Lost three cuts and had a bit of a breakdown with it and... Yeah, but we they're still working through it. Yeah. But we have top four things that each of us did to th- survive. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, my four were we hired a nanny. Um, two, I survived because of my husband, like the most supportive person ever. Um, we had a dedicated space in our house for a school setup. And, um, I talked to Bella a lot and the kid, the, the girls too. We talked to, um, the three girls a lot about just like how they were feeling because, you know, it's easy to say like, oh, well adults, we, you know, it's so hard on us. Like I I do feel like the kids, um, had a really hard time with COVID and being at home. What were your top four? Um, so for me, my top four were, were one, number one, was my spouse. So I'm there with you. Scott just did what he could. He even volunteered to go work at Costco at one point. Um, but two, I said no. Um, three, surrounding ourselves with key people. And four was our faith. Mm-hmm. So tell me about how you hired a nanny. Well, I mean, we, so the one we have now, who's an angel and hopefully just stays with us forever, um, she didn't start until, I guess it's been a year now, but when COVID first happened um, and the dental office actually had to shut down, Ola, our baby sister, was our nanny. And that was such a fine, like fun time because she would come and stay with the boys. Um, we have like an extra room upstairs and um, would stay Monday through Friday. Um, but, um, you know, obviously the dental office opened back up. And prior to school um, last year, we really thought about a lot of people were doing pods. Um, and I'm one so grateful we found Hannah. Um, but two, that she was able to be at our house because um, working from home during that time, um, you know, like we've talked about the mom guilt, um, just going away to work and not being around your kids, it really kind of gave me the opportunity to still be there so I could go and give her a kiss. And so that, um, one, we're very, very fortunate to be able to have had that option. Um, but I could not have survived COVID or life right now without Hannah. So for me, it was Scott. Uh, when we shut down the first time, I mean, obviously he's always there for me emotionally, 
Today's our 16 year anniversary. So he's been through a lot. There's like a part in our song, our wedding song. Um, Which is what? What's your wedding song? Making Memories of Us by Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. And we've made lots of memories. I feel like our first part of our dating relationship, which we didn't date very long, to the like early part of marriage, he really supported me in the dental endeavors. And I think when COVID hit, you know, we had to kind of work through, honestly, like, do I even want to be a dentist? Because it actually scared me at first and yeah. worked in the mouth. But I think when it comes to the kids and our family, Scott was so steady and whatever we needed, whether it was, um, you know, just making sure that our routine was going at home that was the same. And then we went to online schooling and I got to be home and I got to step in as a teacher while he, (laughs) he would like, we had like actual times, like we had breaks, we had mm-hmm. snack time. He would make snacks for us. He would make like celery sticks mm-hmm. with peanut butter and salt on them. And, you know, I think having that um, consistency, like that was like a normal part of our life. And now um, he also has just been so active and busy with making sure that Hudson you know, got to play baseball and Lila got to do dance and it's really a far drive from our home. But, you know, I think for him to put down his ego as like the traditional role that a man would play um, and, you know, it always puts our family first. And yeah, Scott's um, so like that's the like most a amazing one. husband. Like people that are so stuck in their traditional ways and like whatever, screw that. Like yeah. that, I mean – you guys have such an amazing marriage where it's such a good balance, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, Sky is he does so much. And yeah. He's not just a stay at home dad. Like he takes well, care of the there's so much he There's like twenty does. acres and then he's yes. a chauffeur. But but I think for the kids, having that be like the grounding thing in our family was yeah. him. Um and he did not want to do the online learning. Um, he's still figuring out Zoom, to be honest, but um, he was consistent. Now, for you, Brandon was that supportive yeah, as well. I think so, it, how like, was that? Having a supportive spouse, what is so important? I, I do feel like I'm like hearing about a lot of people getting divorced, like mm-hmm. kind of coming out. Well, we're still in it, but you know, through the last year. So, I do think that for the kids too, it was important to see parents that work, you know, that work together and Mm -hmm. it, it was a team effort. Um, and he never was like, Oh, this is scary for me or, you know, my kids, he would have those conversations with Baba. I would have those conversations with the girls. So I definitely feel like if you were not in a healthy relationship, COVID could have even magnified that. Yeah, so exaggerated much it. Yeah. I think for me, the next one was saying no. And I think that what that means is, to be honest, before COVID, I would prioritize work over my family. I think because I was the working parent. So I don't know. Maybe like if I was a male and I had the business, it would be seen as like taking care of the family. Yeah. But as a mom, I took it as I would prioritize business over my family. And then he would be with the kids all the time. So for the first time, 
It's like literally COVID made me say no to work. I had to. I still had to figure it out. It wasn't like I wasn't working. I was trying to figure out how can we go back to work and work within it. Um, But it allowed me to say no. And it allowed me to say no to team members Mm -hmm. and community and no offense people, but I said yes all the time at the expense of my family. And now, I mean, we're still walking through really difficult times. And this last week was really hard, maybe Mm -hmm. even like harder than, you know, even when we first shut down. But I have to say yes to my family and Mm -hmm. I have to say yes to the investment that I made in my life and the people that made investment in my, um, for me, like, Scott invested his time into yeah. our marriage by helping me with my education and I'm going to continue yeah. being a dentist. And so I'm going to continue to say no to a lot of things and I'm going to keep trying to say yeah. yes to I feel my like kids. We're, I'm like getting all these topics that we mm-hmm. could talk on, but yes, yeah. yeah, saying no for your kids to be there. And I think yeah. that that's, people do like, unfortunately make you feel guilty when you are you know the business owner where you there they expect you to be there you know all the time and I mean last weekend I had an example where somebody was texting me it wasn't urgent and they were like well I have to go to work tomorrow it was on a Sunday can you talk tonight and I was like okay I have to go to work tomorrow too so call me when I'm at work like I I I do feel like I my kind of, um, I want to be there for people, but I think you have to set boundaries for your kids. And I think your kids can see you work mm-hmm. and work hard. And it's going to, fl- and, and it's going to change. It's not like yeah. necessarily mean like the, like when is the weekend? Like we're here on a Saturday. Yeah. Sorry, Thomas, you got your own kids too, you know, but, yeah. but it's like finding those boundaries, like pockets of time Yeah. and saying like, Hey, when it's getting really crazy, I have to say yeah. no. And like saying no to like, I can't handle it all. I've got to well, like bring somebody think, on. And you have to say no to an income sometimes. Yes. So I yeah. think that with COVID, um, I know we like can get off topic and like mm-hmm. go into these things, but I think COVID did make you realize and me that saying no to be there for family because at the end of the day, that's like mm-hmm. what is most important and why we work so hard. Okay. So school setup. Yep. That was that like my, I, I do think just like with work setup, right. Um, I do go into the office now just because it is hard to disconnect from work fully when you're always working from home too. Um, so for the kids, I think it was important to have, you know, we got Bella a little desk, the girls had desks, they needed their areas to be able to do their schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Um, just like we work in our office from home. Yeah. So I, it was really important that like the kids had their little space, um, so they could be in that like school mindset. Um, we had an office. Um, we have an office that the, there's like a room that connects Hudson and Lila's rooms. And we happen to have an extra desk and computer that we set up in our little guest house. And it happened to be that my mom-in-law moved in right before COVID. And before that, we were planning to have, we were running out of offices at the dentist off main. So we were going to turn the cottage into extra space, kind of like Oz and it all worked out that we had the extra computer and desk yeah. and that space was so important to the kids. And now I'm glad you bring that up because when I'm at the dentist off main, 
there is no space. So, you know, if yeah. I'm not there, I'm at Oz, it's because we need dedicated, like, space. And I think as families, too, like, we're speaking on, like, um, relationships, you know, uh, souring during this time. Everybody was, like, all on top of each other in the same yeah. space for so yeah. long. Yeah. Um, so for me, regarding space and people, um, yeah, that because of COVID, we had to shrink our circles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was like we had to physically distance. So the people that we surrounded ourselves with was super important. And I will say, for our kids' sake, we shrunk down our friend circle. Like, mm-hmm. who were the acquaintances? Who were the people that we would hang out with that, you know, were friends of friends? Um, and who were, like, really key? And so I really only had – our family only had, like, two families, really. One mm-hmm. person that I've known since I was, like, in fourth grade – And then another family, they had a couple kids that, you know, we vacationed together with, our friends. And so we knew that if we saw them and at first we would like social distance, um, but they just kind of became our people. And that was key. And then also um, I think that like showed our kids like we needed to still have connection. And then Mm -hmm. work-wise, I had my leadership team and they really showed up. Um, And I think our kids saw that like – people, employees, team members that didn't have to show up because they Mm -hmm. were unemployment and they still showed up anyways um, because they knew that there was like hope for the future. Yeah. So your kids saw like how that affected your kids or they Like friends and family. There was like a moment where Hudson was like, I don't, I really want to see Baba Diada. Like, I mean, it it was a long time that we were like separated um, friends and then people at work. And then I also would say like they saw – um, even like business associates that really stepped in and were like, hey, you know, guys don't have to pay us anything right now. We know that we're going to come back and like our businesses are going to thrive together. And that was, I think, a really big learning lesson. I hope our kids remember that. And I, hopefully through podcasts and storytelling ourselves, they yeah. grow up with like, hey, this is what happened during that time. Not everything fell apart. It only got stronger when the circle got smaller. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of leads into my last one, which is just like talking to the kids about how they were feeling. I think getting through it, like work aside, everything else aside, like it was really important for us to have these constant conversations with the kids. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you feeling? You know, I think at first the kids were like, cool, we don't have to go to school. We can just, Mm -hmm. and then after a while, I think it was really hard on them to not have that social aspect. And so instead of just, I think as a parent it is always, we're always evolving and like seeing the little signs of like when one of the kids is upset, um, you know, because they're kids and they think that sometimes they are like, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine because they hear us talking about business or work or whatever it is and they don't feel like their feelings are as important. And it is like every, you know, I mean, I remember growing up and like things were a big deal. So yeah. I think we got through it by just talking to them about how they feel and, you know, like reassuring them like, it's okay to feel scared or have fear or of the like unknown. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we'll, well see. Well, I have how- my fourth one. 
Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but it kind of transitions that. into that too, because for our kids, uh, um, speaking to them about like things that might be scary or confusing and whatever we say, it really does influence their little minds. Yeah. And um, for us, it was, at first it was such a big emergency, like everything got shut down. Yeah. You heard all these, you know, things on the news um, and they got, they got scared. And so um, we have made the choice to not keep things away from our kids. We're very open with them. Um, you know, if we're frustrated with something, we'll kind of talk through it. Um, but we always, we had this like mindset of um, going, approaching topics with our kids and then also looking at it from like worldview or like a godly perspective. And so when we went into COVID after like a month said like, hey, we actually had like family time in the mornings, which mm-hmm. I wish we had now. Because we would do a little devotional and then we'd pray for God to give us rose-colored glasses, not in like, I'm going to pretend nothing's going on. Yeah. Like when people say, look at the world through rose-colored glasses, that's not it. You're saying like, I want to see what's happening, but being able, uh, being open to like having your heart open and to whether you're a believer or not, Mm -hmm. but being open to others' experiences what they're going through. And ultimately, I think having the heart of God, have me see, I want to see others how you see them. Mm -hmm. And I think with COVID, that is so easy for them to get frustrated and have opinions. And um, Hudson had a big moment this last week. He literally like almost started crying and said, I just hate hearing about all this. Mm-hmm. And he literally said, mom, why do you think I have my hoodie on and my headphones on all the time? I just don't want to hear about it yeah. all the time. And so we talked about how it was important for him to hear it and we're not going to shelter him from it, but it is to be continued. Yeah, We hope you guys are doing I well and yeah. you know, you're Hopefully, yeah, you look at your kids and we're trying to. We sometimes get busy and all the yeah, stuff. Yeah. But we hope you're all well and Yeah, we'd we love to hear it. your tips too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I feel like even though we are giving tips on all the stuff, yeah. It is important to hear other what other people do because we all learn from each other and yeah. We'll get through this all together and hopefully people will just come out of this just having a little bit of a different perspective on life and what's truly important. Yeah. So be kind and keep, keep our kids at like the forefront. Yep. Okay. See ya.